0: Hey guys, I hope you've enjoyed Behind the Timeline as much as we've enjoyed making it. Today's episode is very special. At long last, we've arrived at Star Wars, episode four, A New Hope. And popular and adored the world over though it may be, I wanted to take a second before we get into the episode to talk to you first, from a personal standpoint. These movies are very important to me. For me, there's no other media that gives me the excitement emotions and memories like these six nine eleven thousand movies this is the first film i remember watching as a kid at the age of three and one of only two memories that i have of my late grandfather who passed away the year after he first showed me these these movies have been there for me when no one else was getting me through some tough family changes and a lot of rough patches with friends I hope that you enjoyed the episode in particular because I got the rare opportunity to rewatch this movie with the knowledge that I would be sharing a major part of who I am this time around. If you have a movie or a book or a TV show, or even just a random memory that makes you feel as much as these movies make me feel, I very much encourage you to share them with us. The world is always a better place when we bring others into the passions that we ourselves enjoy. And now, without further ado, I give you Behind the Timelines, Star Wars, Episode 4, A New Hope. Holy shit we're finally here
1: we are we have arrived
0: we've arrived at last at at the pinnacle of of who i am
1: (laughs) i'm so excited to talk with you about your favorite thing scott which is star wars
0: you don't even know man like it's just oh god damn it i'm just i'm so thrilled anyway before we even go down that uh emotional rabbit hole um hello everyone welcome back to another exciting episode of behind the timeline i am your host as always scott but joining me today, again as always, I don't know why I said joining like she's never here.
1: Like I've like I haven't been uh, on every episode uh, of the podcast with you.
0: You have actually. Thank you for being. A, your, your attendance is awesome. Okay, like you get a gold star. Your attendance for being a co-host on this show is a hundred percent. So do you? I know it's crazy, right? We both like, have
1: gold stars for attendance. I know
0: it's pretty awesome. Anyway, who are you?
1: I I am Lindsay, and I'm <laughs> and I am here for this. I am fucking stoked. This is this is scott's baby this is scott's wheelhouse but and i really i'm trying to do him so proud and i feel like i've been doing him proud so far on my ability to hold my own in star wars you Um, have
0: like i i will say this man like the couple times that star wars has come up in like other episodes i've been i've been thoroughly impressed by the things that you know
1: so glad because i really try to be an informed nerd and a well-rounded one um and it's just not it's it's funny it's something that i know a ton about but it's not my very most favorite thing but oh, yeah. i do you know i so i guess i guess maybe we talk about that before we even dive into anything yeah. else of just kind I of what know, this is for us you know what,
0: what is this to you what is where where did star wars start for you
1: yeah so for me um, star wars was not something that was ever on in my home not ever not once Um, my boomer parents were in their late twenties when this came out. (laughs) My parents were born in 49, I think, 48 Mm. or 49. I think, I think 49 and, and 50. So my parents were
0: 13 when this came out.
1: Yeah. And so were the parents of my best friend. So shout out to Aaron, whose house I (laughs) saw Star Wars. Thank you. you I was talking to last night. Yeah. And Aaron's Um, parents. Yeah, thank you, Matt and Camille, for liking Star Wars. They were they were super young, right? And so Star Wars was on there. That's also how I saw Indiana Jones. Oh, my yeah. parents just didn't have this in the house, and but oddly, like my dad is a big Star Wars fan.
0: Yeah,
1: um, he and I have a Christmas tradition together where we watch we watch Star Wars. That's kind of like a newer tradition for us.
0: That's awesome. Huh?
1: Um, we found ourselves doing solo Christmas at one point for a little while, um, just <laughs> the two of us, that's and we were sick. like the fuck do we do and we were like order Chinese food and watch Star Wars
0: dude fuck yeah man that's okay. like the perfect day
1: I got to introduce him to the prequels and he was like what the fuck like he didn't know you know he was really excited about that we went to see Rises of Skywalker together and actually shout out to my sister in this episode um speaking of sisters my sister Chelsea also came with her husband uh Durin, to see that movie with me and i was very much pleased because it was christmas and i dragged everybody out and i was like now i'm gonna get in the car we're going to see star wars (laughs) so that was i was like this is our thing we're doing and then my sister was so pissed because it turned into like i was like i went home and you know my brother-in-law has never seen any of them um he's from india and he just said it wasn't something he was introduced to as a kid right he came here for college um and i was like and we're going home and watching episode four. Like, my sister was so pissed. But so, because he'd never seen any Star Wars. Yeah. Like, shout out to my family for being like, yeah, all right, I don't know what's going on, but let's go, all right, we'll go to the
0: theater. <laughs> Dude, that's like, I shit you not, that's like the complete opposite of my family. Like, my, my knew, mom. no one had seen any of the movies. No, like, I don't think I ever, that's not true. I almost lied. I'm sorry. My dad took me to see episode one in theaters. Mm-hmm. And then no parent took me to see episode two.
1: You were probably old enough to go take uh, yourself.
0: No, well, my uncle went with me. So shout out oh, to okay. shout out to Uncle Larry for for coming with me to see episode two, Attack of the Clones, in theaters at Regal Cinemas in San Diego. Um, <laughs> but then episode three uh, was the first midnight premiere I ever went to. That's um, cool.
1: That's really yeah.
0: fun. It was. It was awesome.
1: I was a big fan of the prequels um so i i so i saw this like suffice to say i I saw these movies a lot the original trilogy yeah but they were never in my house they're not my security blanket they're they weren't there like bilbo and ariel were you know like it wasn't so it it wasn't my security blanket didn't become this thing that i'm like super super passionate about but i did love the prequels and they came out i was stoked and uh we used to like. I went with another another friend, another family, and we would go um, with my my little pseudo siblings, and <laughs> it was watching them nerd out. And I, Peyton or Tristan, if either of you is listening, or anybody else over over that household, um, Tristan was lazy as fuck. Um, your mom built all of your Legos <laughs> when the vehicles hey, were coming out. <laughs> got him. But but General Grievous was so lit. Like, you had the coolest Legos. So I really enjoyed that. I remember, like, Star Wars Fever when I was in high school and the kids were little. It was Star Wars everything. And I enjoy the newer movies. But what works great for me with Star Wars, like, my Star Wars superpower, is that I love Star Wars. I'll go to every movie that comes out. I'll shed a tear at the opening crawl. I fucking love it. I am totally moved by the good stuff. But I'm not offended by the bad stuff. So it's... I, it's it's sort of easy for me to roll with like I really like Star Wars but it's not my soft gooey center so when they fuck up it kind of doesn't kill me and it's very much how I feel about the Patriots because I am a New Englander <laughs> but I am not a sports ball fan I don't give a fuck so if the Pats are winning yay New England if they're losing fucking Belichick is such a cheater Jesus Christ I can go either way I love that we've
0: got like my two the two bigger (laughs) biggest pillars of my personality right now in this fucking episode
1: I thought you would like that reference I I love it and and I need it because
0: like today was not a great day for for New Orleans for football we're recording this on Sunday um the third of October and for anybody who cares uh, new orleans got their ass kicked in overtime to the fucking giants so who the hell does that any hoodles i like, um, don't
1: even know what that means but yeah, yeah. no toast. <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> i'm not even gonna go into it because i just yeah um, but that's
1: that's my relationship with star wars like I'm i am i kind that. of like of like not a fair weather fan because i i watch no definitely it not I would, yeah i wouldn't say you're TV a fair stuff. weather
0: fan i would just say but you I'm enjoy them for what they are
1: I'm definitely a flexible fan. Like, I don't get butt hurt, and I love that because I know that a lot of people. Like and I'm curious to hear your thoughts about them. Probably more when we get to the more current movies in yeah. the timeline. But like, I mean, people get so upset, and I'm like, I mean, it was. I thought the I thought the red sand looked really cool. Like, you know what I mean? I just <laughs> I'm able to nice. just be like, yeah. they're
0: on crate, I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. That's what's crate like so super cool.
1: I'm like, whatever. Like, it was fine. Like, you yeah. can fast forward through the stuff that happened at the casino. Like, it's you know, it doesn't oh. it doesn't like make me want to die. Like, Dude. it's fine. It, I, and so that's kind of my Star Wars super power
0: i wish i had you don't even know how bad i wish i had that chris and andrew my two very best <laughs> friends uh who come with me um just to, like to every midnight movie like they came and saw shang chi with me i've seen since i moved here since i met them back in 2000 um when did i meet you guys i don't know fucking text me and remind me um, it's been like <laughs> seven years
1: 2000 and something
0: no, it definitely hasn't been that long. That's fucking crazy. That's crazy talk. I'm a crazy person. Um, in
1: the 2010s, somewhere in that.
0: Yeah, it was like the late 2010s. Like I've known them for at least we four adults. years. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm so bad at time. Um, basically, uh, like we went to we went to. Uh, or The Last Jedi together we went to Rogue One together I remember sitting next to Andrew and both he and I were literally like beating the shit out of each other so excited about when Darth Vader was coming down the hallway um, oh my god One. that was so Dude, cool we, and uh, Andrew's coming on for the Rogue One episode I promised that he could I be on here for Rogue that. One Rogue yeah. One's my favorite
1: Star Wars movie
0: See, and that's it's kind of everybody's favorite Star Wars movie my favorite it's like kind of, of all best. of them is Empire Strikes Back so if you guys uh, think yeah. I'm gonna gush the, in this episode, I'm gushing. I'll do. It's going to be a lot worse when we get to Empire. But so um, speaking
1: of of gushing and the the time that we're about to give to this, because I can see it's going for like three hours. Oh uh, yeah. Should we're gonna, we talk about the timeline a little bit? Do we have more to say about like our relationship here?
0: Yeah. Let's break it down. Where are we?
1: It is the year 1977. Real like we're so current in the timeline. It's great. So. I I think it's really noteworthy that in 77, and there are a number of things that we're going to cover yeah. from 1977, I actually want to take a second to address that, that it's this movie, so Star Wars Episode Four. but in addition, we're going to have Rescuers, Pete's the Dragon, the animated Rankin and Bass Hobbit, all coming out in 77. Mm-hmm. So the next like month while, of guys. the timeline, yeah, we're going to spend in 1977, which is crazy, so... um, I think it's really noteworthy that when i look up the history of this year on the website that i use generally to get this stuff which is the people history the first thing that is listed there is the release of star wars in the united states yep, that this is the top thing yeah like this is not a small thing that's happening right here um and there's a lot of nerdy shit happening this year too uh, yeah, it
0: was yeah there was a ton of stuff that happened this year
1: It was. it's so fun and we, I don't know whether we'll kind of rehash this with, with the next month of episodes because they're all going to be in 77. Maybe yeah. we'll find new things. But um, the Apple II computer went on sale. Yep. The New York City blackout keeps New York dark for 25 hours. so crazy. The Atari is released in North America. Hell yeah. Very cool. Yay, nerds. Elvis Presley dies.
0: On the toilet. End of an the
1: era there. On the toilet. Spain has its first elections post-Franco um which is very cool for if for those that who don't know Franco is cool. the was the dictator in power during World War II in Spain and it's because of Franco and how long it took to get rid of Franco that Spain is so or was you know it's a little different now but in the early 2000s end of the 90s Spain was like so far behind the rest of Europe Yeah. Because they spent so long under this regime compared to everyone else. um, Because it it went all the way into 77 before they were able to vote. So, yay, Spain. I love Spain. Um, I spent a semester there. The Clash's debut (laughs) album comes out. Very cool. Enter punk rock.
0: Yeah, that's super sick.
1: Yeah. Jimmy Carter's inaugurated, which is like the least cool thing happening this year, which is fun. (laughs) Because a lot of the other years it's been like, this is the president. Like, you know, like shit's really happening queen elizabeth gets her uh, a jubilee so 25 years i'm not sure which jubilee that is i didn't look that up but whatever um i'm honestly just thinking of
0: the great mouse detective i'm sorry
1: (laughs) there is indeed she does have a jubilee i believe in the great mouse detective does she not she does that's the whole point of the the movie is like
0: they go to her diamond jubilee and uh that's right he's like this is basically oh shit what's going on here with my mic sorry yeah, it, that's where Radigan is like, I'm going to reveal the fake queen that for some reason these mice can't tell is a robot. And
1: oh, like, yeah, the robot queen.
0: Yeah.
1: To Radigan. <laughs> Eventually we're going to get there, guys. Um, and then I included this just because it's famously referenced in Breaking Bad. Yes. Um, this was the year that two 747 jumbo jets collide at Tenerife Airport. Mm-hmm. Um, This is what Walt goes on his rant about after the plane crash caused by Jane's dad in Breaking Bad where the bear falls into his pool and all the other shit. Um, This is what he talks to his students about. He talks about uh, death rates for these kinds of accidents. So Breaking Bad's awesome. And then last thing on this because just what the actual fuck, France. For 1977, France has the last execution by guillotine. Like, honestly. In 77,
0: uh, like, that's so insane to me.
1: And simultaneously, they introduce opium perfume. So what's the actual fuck?
0: Dude, France, France. is killing it right now.
1: What is going on?
0: They're just, just firing on all cylinders.
1: For the record, yeah, France, something, we'll have to keep an eye on that. <laughs>
0: that's so amazing.
1: Um, do you want to tell us about the Academy Awards?
0: I would love to tell us about the Academy Awards so Rocky is actually the winner of best Picture this year but it was up against taxi driver and all the president's men which I'm still like I still don't get how they didn't win like one of those two didn't win especially all the president's men I just like that's so I mean, weird. We're but, like
1: let's give it to the popular movie but also Rocky wasn't in the top 3 grossers.
0: Yeah. It what like what the fuck? It's just I like mean, that's insane to me. But we're going to swing this back around on Star Wars. Star Wars won a fuckload of stuff at the yeah, Academy Awards in, 78. It in 78. It won in 78, which yeah. we have to
1: start watching, by the way. We're and remembering that if we want to see whether the films we're talking about so far it's mostly it's an animation. The, yeah,
0: it's got to be the year after.
1: Yeah, and I, and I haven't been worried about it because animated stuff, like fully animated, full-length animated feature films. No, they didn't have a category. Oh, uh, that's the right. second that the Oscars introduces Best Animated Feature, we're obviously going to talk about that, but right. because there's no category for animation, I haven't really been looking outside of Best Picture. But if we're when we're looking at these live actions, if we want to know what they won, we do need to look the year ahead. So yeah, 78 is when Star Wars yeah. won its awards.
0: So, well, yeah, okay, so in 1978 rightfully so i think this is the first one i need to mention uh star wars won best original score and mm-hmm. if if there's one thing that anyone takes from star wars when they watch it it's the music the music it's is like- iconic it's you know what you're watching as soon as you hear it it's the same with indiana jones also scored by john williams it's the same as jaws oh my god also scored by john williams
1: It's crazy. I'm
0: seeing this weird trend. Yeah, Um, the
1: the hunt to discover whether it did win Best Original Score is what made me look into those later Academy Awards and realize that I needed to do this. Because I, you know, most of your genre shit, your sci fi fantasy doesn't win awards. Mm -hmm. Um, Close Encounters of the Third Kind came out this year. I didn't see it. You know, but usually I'm not even looking for this kind of stuff to have won something but I was like Star Wars have to has to have won original score let me dig deeper mm-hmm. right that's how I even pulled this up cuz I was like they have to have won for the score yeah and they and did they
0: so did they so mm-hmm. did not only that though they won best art direction for set decoration best costume design best film editing best effects and visual effects Pretty like awesome the fact that they won the Academy Award, and I'll get into this a little bit later, but the fact that they won the Academy Award for Best Visual Effects is, it's groundbreaking. Like, if you guys don't know, the company that produces 80% of visual effects in Hollywood today is a company called Industrial Light and Magic, which mm-hmm. is George Lucas's vid, uh, visual effects studio. Yeah, And it was and all it created all- from this movie. The effects to create this movie did also, not exist they weren't they it wasn't a thing like it that's why no studio wanted this movie they were like dude this is gonna look like shit.
1: Mm-hmm. and another interesting tidbit on like like with industrial light and magic the software that they were using to do a lot of the computer animated stuff in star wars like what lucasfilm was using was um, a program or a machine, I don't know if it was the software, the hardware, or both, called Pixar. Mm -hmm. And Pixar, obviously, George Lucas was one of the early investors in before Steve Jobs. And the machine that they used and how they got their name and the way that Pixar started doing computer animated films was with this Pixar machine and this Pixar software and that's how that which i think is so cool and i mm-hmm. love that lucas was an early investor in pixar like none of none of our animated films today happen without star wars and george lucas
0: oh yeah not a chance not a chance in hell um
1: no
0: i am going to i totally forgot about this i ordered food so i'm going to let you <laughs> tell ahead. everybody about, about the top the, grossing yeah and then I got i'll those. be right back i Go love you guys
1: <laughs> we love you too scott and I, I respect that food delivery i wonder what he got we'll have, we'll have to ask him. So, um, anyway, as far as those awards go, this, this definitely is the most successful movie we've talked about so far in terms of money, notoriety, the park presence, the awards, like the whole deal. This is really the most successful movie. Um, it also was the top grocer. So <laughs> this thing made so much more money than any other movie that year is ridiculous. Made 460 million over, in fact, almost four sixty one over 160, 169 million for Close Encounters of the Third Third Kind, and then Saturday Night Fever came in at third. So, I mean, they cleaned up, which is super cool. Um, it's exciting to cover a movie that did so well and is so well remembered. So, super excited about that. Um, we do have a warning on this movie which is weird and I have a question on it for Scott so when he gets back we'll circle back to it but we do have a tobacco warning just one of the like top left corner ones Um, and I didn't really expect that because it's not a kids movie like I don't really like a tobacco warning on a I mean it's a kids movie it's not a little kids movie you know it's not like the the Disney animated that we've talked about so far so I didn't really expect to see that and then I really wasn't sure where it even took place so I want to ask Scott when he gets back sorry
0: what's up Sorry. Ah. Sorry.
1: <laughs> no, I'm like, thank God, I thought I heard you I'm like, So we get a tobacco warning
0: Yeah, I'm it's for literally goes. a split second In the cantina scene There is a woman smoking a hookah
1: Okay, that's what it is That makes sense I was like, where is the smoking? Is it in Mos Eisley? It must be like, it's Yeah, straight, it's when so, uh, okay.
0: they first walk in And it's showing all the different people It's so size noodles And it shows uh, the two guys talking over drinks And then it pans over to another girl um who has a hookah in her mouth that's literally it
1: interesting that we got that i was saying that i don't know when you got back if you heard me that um but because it's not like a little kids movie yeah i was like surprised that we were getting this i, I was like do was we need too to like get that? <laughs> when PG-13 i rewatched movie? it it's just is it just, a PG13
0: it is well no so, it's <laughs> yes no it's PG uh, because is it PG? the rating of PG13 did not <coughs> exist until rage of the lost ark
1: Okay, that all right, so like maybe if the, you had the exact same thing happening in mm-hmm. a modern Star Wars movie, they wouldn't put a warning on it on this. But maybe they exactly. put the warning on cuz it's Disney Plus. It's not like this comes up full screen in the theater. Oh no, it, yeah, it's it's 100% because it's, 100% it's Disney, because Plus, it's Disney Plus. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it really is. I was like, really? What do you mean? Um so anyway, moving on just real quick on these last two things before we properly dig into the movie cuz this episode's going to be fucking long. <laughs> um ooh, we just, the park presence for Star Wars Dude, is sexy. Yeah. Tell us it about was, it. Scott.
0: So, when Disneyland uh, was, you know, it was well into Disney is dead, obviously, by then. Uh, this is being headed Disney's up by. like 10
1: years dead by the time this is, comes yeah. out. Yeah.
0: Um, it's being headed by Roy Disney. Um, but they started to realize that Tomorrowland was not exciting it wasn't it was supposed to be this like discover the future kind of thing but they didn't really have a whole lot in there for people to like get jazzed about Mm -hmm. and so when star tours came out um or when the when the idea came onto the table roy disney was no longer with disney it was it was uh bob Iger. um
1: oh (laughs) what a what a great guy
0: i know um, I think it's Bob <laughs> Iger, and I have to look Iger's up, the
1: one who is such an evil bastard, right? During the Renaissance, I'm pretty sure it was Iger. So was
0: it was Iger and another guy, <laughs> yeah, and so they like they brought Disneyland into like it, they basically revitalized Disneyland. But this is again another reason why we are sitting pretty in the middle of the Disney Dark Ages. everyone at Disney is focusing on the parks? and I said it before in a couple episodes um, but they didn't care about the movies at this point they were focused solely on the parks
1: and are we when we say this point are we talking about when Star Tours opened when the movie or came
0: out when, when the, the movie Star Wars. Okay. when Star Tours opened I believe it was 1984
1: it was 19 I just looked it up it was 1987 87
0: um, okay so it was yeah. 10 years later
1: yeah so it, so the yeah, trilogy's done by this point the trilogy's been
0: done for four years
1: Space Mountain did open in 77 interestingly um Ooh, okay. Which is cool. So that huh. would have been coming out of the parks around this time. Where there's the, so the suffice to say that you're right. Yeah. Right. Star Tours takes another 10 years to come out for them to get the IP. It's not, a, obviously, it's not a Disney film at the time.
0: No, um, actually. But Space
1: Mountain is coming out in the parks. They are investing in the parks. That's what yeah. Disney cares about. But, so interested, but we have like, to remember this isn't Disney.
0: Right? I know. Well, that's the thing. Like They wanted a Fox space movie. thing, and they wanted to bring in something that would be like recognizable to everyone and for those of you who don't know or haven't watched it um george lucas actually went to disneyland on the second day that it opened that's awesome yeah and he was like he was it was one of the it was an inspiration for him to to become a writer and a director and go into film and everything was going to disneyland
1: cut um he's, and he he's was one of the celebrities i'd like to meet you know i I, know, I, I didn't meet him i saw him and respectfully did not bother him
0: good for you i feel like in that's Mill valley d- that's so many people do that and they're like dude he's used to it like so what that doesn't mean like you should do it like well, just, and lucas lives dumb.
1: in lucas valley california lucas yep. own it's the town is named after him where he lives and it's yep. in marin county and i used to live there and i was getting my hair cut um downtown in mill valley if anybody knows the bay area and um my hairdresser was like oh there's lucas and he was at like my favorite burger place across the street and she's like yeah he loves that place and i'm like well it's bomb and he was just hanging well yeah out there. I, mean, I mean I was like it's the it is the best burger in California so legit I can't remember the name of it but it's that little place in the corner in Mill Valley guys it's so so good um, <laughs> and he was sitting out there with his burger and I had to walk past him to go to my car like I was like he was and I just was like oh my god I'm gonna respectfully not talk to you right now but like I fucking want to say hi to you so bad
0: <laughs> honestly I would have just like I, I feel like I would have had a heart attack
1: I think he probably would have melted and died yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool I was like what the fuck do you mean there's George Lucas mm-hmm. like, I, like, yeah. I like how she
0: said that so nonchalant like, oh yeah there's George
1: well because again I think because of this burger place because where I was getting my haircuts yeah. like literally right across the street like with big windows that look right over to it and it's a little street like it's right mm-hmm. there and uh I mean for real it's a burger place really worth it like I can see him going down there a lot I oh, did yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs>
0: Yeah. Anyway, okay. The point so is they, we had
1: Star Tours. That was a huge yeah. digression. Um Star <laughs> Tours, even before Disney owned the IP, did we have any more to add to that before we talked briefly? No, I it?
0: did just have a little fun fact for you guys. Um George Lucas actually tried to sell Star Wars to Disney and they turned yeah, him he down. Did.
1: They did. said no. It was Fox picked it up eventually, right? 20th Century Fox, Fox picked,
0: picked it up because they were they were really excited about working with George, coming off of his success with American Graffiti. Yeah, however, which we talked
1: about in the Robin Hood episode is one of the top grossers. I think exactly. Yep.
0: Um, however, they were not confident in the movie, and they gave him eight million dollars to make it. So George took one hundred seventy-five thousand dollars salary, which was like unheard of but he took 40 but the the caveat to that was he took 40% earnings on the merchandising which everyone was like dude this movie's going to fucking flop like you're not going to make anything on merchandising
1: <laughs> i did read this last night somewhere in my research for this that yeah they <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: he had the foresight to maintain money. almost controlling interest in the in the merchandising percentage he, he that's really where knew almost what he was all, doing all his money here. came from yeah um,
1: it's wild um but so
0: Why that's the Star sequels?
1: Tours, and that. Well, the the last thing I want to say is that Galaxy's Edge is a thing that exists. I'm stating the obvious, but as far as mm-hmm. park presence goes, now that now that this is actually a Disney property, they had Star yep. Tours before Disney owned Star Wars. It was always one. It was like the only thing in the parks that wasn't mm-hmm. owned by Disney. It was like so fucking random. Uh, but it was great and then now they have Galaxy's Edge which neither of us has been to we should I know I have you been to Harry Potter World do I we haven't. just have every blind okay so we haven't been to, to Hogwarts we haven't been to Middle Earth and we haven't been to the Millennium Falcon alright well Scott you and I are fucking I up let's try and let's, let's I think make we a resolution just go to... in 2022 to fix that shit I think we should yeah, I, I honestly I think,
0: think that we need to make some kind of like we need to make it happen somehow. Do
1: you want to go to Florida?
0: Fuck no, I don't want to go to Florida. Who wants to go to Florida? No, or
1: sorry, no, we can go to California. We can go to California. <laughs> we'll go to it in California. Whatever, fine.
0: Yeah.
1: And then we can go. but Harry Potter. Anyway, all right. <laughs> the Wait, point isn't there is, a Harry
0: Potter one in California.
1: Yeah, but the Florida one's better. Just like Disney. Oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> better in Florida. Anyway, we'll figure that out um, and document the fuck out of it if we ever go on that trip together. Oh, yeah. As far as sequels, yeah, I wrote, I don't know why I'm not deleting this category. We all know Everybody the situation. Knows. The movie's called Episode 4, for Christ's sakes. Like, yeah. Yeah, we're going to move on past that. We've been talking for like a half an hour, and we have not gotten anywhere close to this movie. So, Scott, take the lead here. I yeah. have a whole shitload to say you take the lead on how what you want to talk about in this movie.
0: So, uh, the... The first thing I need to talk about, honestly, like it bare, no one ever looks at it this way and I think that's like what was so great about me getting to rewatch this was I knew I was going to tell everybody about it, but at the core of this movie, it's literally the simplest plot of all time. To right. I mean like George Lucas was inspired by Flash Gordon, uh, you know, like all these Sunday the original so Star Wars was originally supposed to be a Sunday morning space opera, akin to space to flash Gordon. The problem was every time he wrote something, the story just became bigger and bigger and bigger, and it could no longer be contained within a Sunday morning show. And so he's like, shit. All right. Now I need to create just like, we're going to make these a movie. And he wrote the entire story. And the first third of it could, it just could not be made. The technology did not exist for him to do the things he wanted to do. There's no way that the space battle over Coruscant at the beginning of episode three could have happened. The entire battle of Geonosis never would have happened in attack of the clones. You, there's no way they could have done uh, the choreography and the fight scenes between Darth Maul and Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi. It just oh, like I
1: see what you're saying. Okay, so the I'm like, wait, am I following you? So the prequels couldn't have been made. The
0: prequels this time. could never have happened. Gotcha. There's, gotcha, gotcha. It just like it would have looked like shit. He would have hated it. It never. Dude, so even he's when like, they
1: did make them, they kind of looked like shit. Like it's. Mm-hmm. I totally feel you. Yeah. Yeah. They so they he's like, I'm going to start
0: that. with this redemption arc, or so to speak, because. A lot of people think that Star Wars is Luke's story, but it super isn't. Only one third of it is. Like, only a third of it is. And even that third is really about him and two other people.
1: This is Anakin's story, Vader's story. And I love that that's sort of not explicit in this movie, obviously. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well,
0: we don't (laughs) find anything out about Vader except that he killed he quote unquote killed Luke's father
1: yeah we don't get any information that would like we don't Mm -hmm. start understanding that this is Vader's story until really in the prequels right like or you know at best in the towards the end of the original trilogy but at this point with this movie being kind of standalone at the time like they're not necessarily planning sequels at this point right they don't know whether that's going to be a thing that they can do exactly um yeah, there's really no way for us to know any of that. It definitely seems like it's Luke's story. But when you look at it in retrospect, it's fascinating watching Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And we'll, pro- I, we'll probably talk more about, I don't know, you tell me what order you want to hit this stuff in. But <laughs> um, but with, with that, I thought it was like looking back on this and knowing Anakin. Mm-hmm and he's, like, everybody, like, I feel bad for him. Like, everyone's shitting on him for believing in his ancient religion, which we'll talk about, because what the fuck? And, Mm -hmm. like, the only reason the Jedi are dead is because of him, and he's alone, and Anakin wanted to be alone, like he wanted a crotch full of sand. Oh, yeah. this is his fault.
0: Well, and and that's like,
1: (laughs) that's the whole,
0: like, best thing, and I will get into this more, like, when we get into episode three, because that's where most of it comes to a head, but, um... This is this is all about Anakin trying to do the right thing for the wrong reasons.
1: Oh yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, um,
1: and tr- and like and doing the wrong thing but thinking but feeling like it was the right. I yeah, think
0: it, it it goes back to the he's trope He's such I a up. fuck up. Anakin he is.
1: sucks. He's such a failure of a, a chosen one hero, which I think is fascinating because I really love that that's not what this movie is. Like, this mm-hmm. is, I, I thought it was really interesting looking at, like, what kind of hero everybody was.
0: Well, so, it's, and again, I'll get more into this when we get to Revenge of the Sith, but the best part of, really kind of about everything you just said is, honestly, none of that is really Anakin's fault.
1: Oh, it feels like it's totally Anakin's fault. No. It feels like on a surface level, I'm like, maybe you shouldn't have killed the younglings and you wouldn't be fucking alone now, Anakin. Like, maybe if you weren't such a douchebag, now you would, like, he's Every, just such yeah, a...
0: that's, that's basically he how loses everybody looks loses everyone. Him. Well, yeah, yeah but you to have k- to remember, too, like, he was nine years old when he was taken from his his mother, who was totally. the only person who ever showed kindness to him. Yeah. And then he was finally given a father figure, but because the Jedi's rules are so dogmatic and stale... Uh, he can't he can't show emotion to Anakin. He can't be like, you know, a, a true father figure to him. And so Anakin feels uncared for, uncared about, um, repressed and you know, and then he meets Padme and Padme is just there. She is everything he needs. He's she's adoration, she's love, she's commitment, she's passion, she's understanding.
1: She's and like a predator on this kid. She's
0: thirteen <laughs> when she when he meet when she meets him.
1: She's only thirteen. All right, that's not yeah, so bad. He's nine. Guess, well, I'm she like, looks no, like she's twenty seven, like, and yeah, I'm like, I know. she was.
0: I think when they were filming it, she was like sixteen or something. But she what? was. She, no, I think she. Well, because. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, we're getting way off the rails know. here. We're we yeah. Um, we're yeah. gonna
1: let's rein us in. I'm not gonna Google that. I almost so,
0: did. <laughs> so George Lucas okay. like he yes. This at the, the core of this movie is it's a farm boy who is approached by a wizard and told you have to you are meant for greater. Let's go on this adventure. And Luke is like, okay. But the when best part it about way, it is even though is he's like dude, let's scary. go. He's still like a flawed character. He wants to go, but he doesn't. He's like, look, dude, you got this, like, mission. That's pretty dope. I really want to get the fuck out of here, but I'm scared to do that.
1: Yeah, I really like his coming-of-age story, and I think it is, like, an OG coming-of-age story in movies. And at this point, like, trilogies don't really exist, so this movie was Mm -hmm. unique the way that it was, like... They didn't leave us on a cliffhanger, but he totally had room to grow as a character, and I really thought his hesitancy to... Even take Obi-Wan as far as Mos Eisley. He oh, was yeah. trying to do. I thought that was really relatable. Like, we all like to think big, but, you know, I don't know. And yeah, he only wants to take him to Anchorhead.
0: He's like, you can probably yeah. get transport to Mos Eisley or wherever you're going.
1: Yeah, And Obi-Wan's and like,
0: it, I mean, you do what you think is right, asshole.
1: It, and in the prior scene, he's like, I want to get out of here. I wanna, yeah. like, he has all these big dreams, but he's like... It, when you put that in front of you, it's, like, easy to balk out of it, right? And, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's relatable that he does that. And part of what makes these, like, chosen one hero archetypes, right, is, like, their lack of fear and hesitation most of the time. Like, Harry has zero, Oh, yeah. Harry literally makes a point in like two thirds of the way through the last book of saying this is the first time Harry had ever chosen not to act.
0: Yeah, not I know. To just
1: throw him. So they have to point that <laughs> out like... seven and a half books in. <laughs> 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 They're like, for the first time ever, Harry wasn't just totally ready to just fucking go for it without the it Just jump off. Yeah, and, but at the same time, even so Luke is not the chosen one. Anakin is, right? Was it, our of the last. So. I really like that that that's not the kind of hero that he is that he he is hesitant but at the same time he's very optimistic he wants to believe in the force and the, the memory of his father the fact that he could connect to the force like he totally believes he's an eternal eternal optimist mm-hmm. to han skeptic and well it that's is, the that's
0: the best part about it is they work so well against each other that you're like dude God, these guys are going to be like best friends
1: they're incredible
0: they are um, they're awesome
1: They have a cool like. Did you see my note on this? Like, I did. They have a great like Harry versus Hermione thing going on with like the the optimists. I was
0: fucking dying.
1: Ron can be (laughs) Chewy. That's that's fine. Like
0: that's yeah. Chewy is. Here's the thing. Like everybody loves Chewy, and to be honest, if you actually watch the the original trilogy, Chewy is so inconsequential to just about everything. Like the only time I he's know. important is when they fake arresting him to get into the the cell block, right? And then he he's just like a a partner, a, almost a silent partner. I mean, obviously he's not silent, but um, like a silent partner for Han. He's just there for Han to like actually have someone who understands him to talk to, because like it, you know he he and what is it? He and Obi Wan are like the quote adults on the ship.
1: Yeah, I really and, liked that. Obi-Wan treats yeah. him as the other adult in the room. Like, he is very much like a Merlin-style mentor. Yeah. For sure, to Luke, right? No question. But, uh, but yeah. Like, he he talks down to Luke a lot more than he does to Han. Han, he's like, all right, so what's the plan? Like, yeah. Han, to be fair, is the captain. So, you know, mm-hmm. with all respect due. But, yeah, I... <laughs> I loved that um they they all have this different hero's arc. So like we know that in the background, um, we've got Darth Vader's hero arc. Right. Mm-hmm. We know that he has the chosen one hero arc, chosen one gone wrong, which I think might be unique. Um and I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about more
0: and if you're starting in with in the prequels Um, what do you call it? If you're starting with with this movie, Vader is If you really kind of look at it, Vader is actually not the main villain of this movie. He's just the most present villain. But the main villain is Governor Tarkin.
1: Right. And it's like, I think it speaks to what a great villain Vader is because when I think about watching this as a kid, 0% of me thought that he was not, like, that Vader wasn't the top bitch Mm -hmm. of the Empire. You know? And he's not. He's not even top bitch in this movie. No. <laughs> but it really, like, we haven't even met the Emperor yet, you know? Yeah, but we're, the Emperor's we're actually mentioned one time. But we're told, like, he's not in charge. We see this other guy who's not in charge, but as a kid, I was like, no, Vader's in charge because he's the most menacing and iconic and awesome. He's on screen mm-hmm. for, like, 12 minutes or something, right?
0: Not, yeah, it, I think it's, like, a minute, or 11 minutes and 32 seconds or something like that, yeah.
1: It's ridiculous. Totally ridiculous. Um, but... But he really comes off as being like he is just so iconic. He's so mm. great. So even though he's only there for a second, every time he comes back on screen, I'm like, oh fuck, that's right, he's here to wreck shit. <laughs> yeah. Like I forgot about you. Like because <laughs> he's never there that he comes. I'm like oh fuck, like now we're in real trouble. Like yeah. he just he just looks so, and it's amazing that the, the like audiences weren't like, like I didn't do anything, you know? Because it was just he's just so. I mean. He carries so much, you know?
0: If you look at it, the whole side of, like, the villains is things just keep getting worse and worse and worse from the villains. At first, it's just this big ship. Oh, shit. Now there's military on there. Oh, my God. They killed everyone. Dude, they captured this whole ship. Yo, that guy can pick that dude up by his neck? What the fuck? Oh, my God. There's a giant space station. Like a hundred thousand times bigger than the ship we thought was a massive warship. Yo, this thing can destroy an entire planet. Holy fuck, that dude's got a laser sword. Yo, he didn't even need to use his hands to choke that guy. Oh my god, he's the greatest pilot the Empire has? What the fuck? It just keeps getting worse for them, but the way that it progresses is like yo, you got the stakes are, you are not winning here without struggling through something
1: yeah it does escalate super fast and can you imagine being audiences here Mm -hmm. and rolling with this Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like they they really they really really rely on the audience to just get down and like down did audiences get because there's a lot of world building and a lot of like space gibberish being thrown at you and an escalation of <laughs> like can you imagine being? so
0: much nonsense at the be- when you first meet him, I'm just like, what the fuck?
1: In the opening scene, he's yes. just so much space gibberish. And I'm like, I don't know how the audience stuck with this. And they're like, they just say shit like, make sure the droid speak spotchy. And they're like, check. Like, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> Cause no one had ever heard anything like this. Cause remember, Close Encounters came out this year. Mm-hmm. So it's not like there was it that was the first sci-fi movie. Like there was no foundation for this and they just throw shit at us like oh this dude like star wars gets even more crazy because star wars to this day defies classification in a genre Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways and there's like amazingly interesting conversations to have about that of like is it is it sci-fi no it's like a science fantasy Mm -hmm. it's it's how i always describe it or because i just think that's more fun than sci-fi fantasy but like there's magic Mm -hmm. And it's also a sword. Like, it is Arthurian.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's the prince, or the the young knight has to destroy the black knight and save the princess. Right. And I feel like I need to say this, because for some reason this comes up all the time. Uh, And this is just me as a three-year-old telling this to anybody who is watching these for the first time. At literally no point in any of these movies is there not a strong female lead. I don't know who the fuck ever wrote that, but they're dumb as shit.
1: Can we talk about my favorite Disney princess? Bro,
0: for real.
1: Like, get it, girl. So, Leia, what a stone called badass. Dude. She's so, God, I love her. And I know, like, I, I understand. The criticism behind the fact that there are only two women in the galaxy. However, she's so cool. Like, I just, she's so great. Like, I'll take it. If she's got to represent all of us out there in the galaxy, go for it. If it's Leia and Baru, fucking take it. They both are cool.
0: Dude. And think about the, here's the, like, this is my favorite part about her entire, just anything that's happening to her in the first movie literally the only thing stopping her from running the show is she couldn't get out of that prison cell.
1: That was my note too, is like all she needed. Like I admit that she needed the assist to get out of the yeah. cell. And then she but just took that, right the
0: fuck over as soon as they open up.
1: Totally. And, and so if we're looking at these like different hero stories, right, we've got mm-hmm. Anakin's so that we talked about with being the chosen one trope. Yep. And Leia has this interesting position as, this like hero who's kind of early to midstream she's such she's the most natural leader out of anybody in the group and she just like is ready to run shit she's like confident she's in her element she's like in the beginning parts of her story and she reminds me a lot of spider Gwen from out of spider verse
0: yeah 100% she she acknowledges there are things she couldn't have done without them but once she's in a position of control or like command she's like no we i know what's best for us follow me we're gonna fucking do this and it works and she never has a plan that goes awry and they're like i told you so no she is she's smart she's strong she's confident she's good to go with whatever is happening bro she stands up to tarkin and straight up lies to him yeah like come
1: on She was so, and she's holding her shit together. Her whole planet just got destroyed. She's Mm -hmm. on mission. Like she is like, she knows what she's doing. Yeah, She needs zero help. I'm like, you're my only hope, my ass, Leia. Like that's the only thing about it that is, I'm like, why do you say that? (laughs) <laughs> but, but I guess she I mean, she's like, I'm going to need an assist out of the cell. Beyond that, I got
0: this. Well, and I you have to remember, too, like her dad has probably been telling her stories of the legendary Obi-Wan Kenobi since she was a child. Because sure. Obi-Wan stayed to watch Luke and uh, Bale and God, I can't remember her, his wife's name. They never say it in the movies. I know it from context. From the I know books, who you but, mean, though. But yeah, they she, she was raised as a princess of Alderaan. Yeah. So they knew nothing about it. All she knew was the stories that he would tell. And I saw your note about how like why the fuck don't people remember the Jedi?
1: Yeah. Well, or like that's... why like how
0: come no one like they make fun of it or whatever?
1: No, it's just absurd. It's been twenty years and they were the center of the goddamn universe. It's just absolutely absurd to me that anybody is like who are the Jedi and like what does the may the force be with you mean and like i understand some of them are out at the edge of the galaxy just like i get that that's like kind i just it's the only thing i really rant about in star wars that breaks through my star wars superpower of of not getting upset where i just get upset i'm like that's just so fucking stupid it's been 20 years i do not believe that people don't know what a jedi is like fuck off that's insane right
0: i'm gonna i'm going to explain this to you (laughs) with a question Oh my god! (laughs) Who runs the galaxy now?
1: The Empire, right?
0: And what did the Empire do in Episode Three?
1: They fucking I don't know. They destroyed destroyed the Jedi. The Jedi. So
0: upon like the destruction of the Jedi at the behest of the now Emperor, it became a criminal offense to aid, abet, mention, or really anything uh, harbor a Jedi and so because they're not talked about because they're not remembered they're not shown the only thing people are ever shown is a totalitarian empire runs all we did this this is how things are going the Jedi fell out of memory Din Djarin from the Mandalorian doesn't even know what they are and he was three years old in the Clone Wars the height of the the jedi's numbers
1: well i mean that's what i'm saying like i it's it's ridiculous it's ridiculous that like like in like okay fine that that's why maybe younger people like I can buy Luke not knowing well yeah
0: right? Luke's not gonna what know Han's buy... not gonna believe it Leia would think Han they're...
1: would have totally heard about this I'm sorry like you're running down in like those dark bad boy circles Han would have heard about the shit because people don't give a fuck about those rules like the fact that the rules exist doesn't stop people from having like lived and experienced those times like the fact that like old people in the Mandalorian are like I wonder what it means that he can do whatever and I'm like oh no I yeah, yeah I <laughs>
0: like, I get that. And that's cool like on. that's why the Mandalorian does a good job of explaining it because Bo Katan fought alongside Ahsoka Tano, and so she's like, "Oh uh, yeah, Jedi are a fucking thing. You're dumb." But he was also Din Jarn was also raised in a closed society, like he, he the Death Watch didn't teach him anything about the Jedi. They thought the no, Jedi were him, weak and sure. hateful. I'm talking,
1: but like Han that he interacts was, with,
0: them. well, yeah, <laughs> Han was raised in the underground of Corellia. They don't give a fuck about you know the history of whatever he's a street rat he's the aladdin of star wars
1: so okay that is the most compelling argument i've heard so far that maybe the people who would kind of have remembered the jedi have to be people who run in circles who would have had an idea about like coruscant right yeah exactly planet isn't it yeah um, okay, that is more believable to me than anything I've heard before. It still sticks in my craw. I still don't... No, I, I, I totally I, get it's it. It's not and explained well. No. I should be able to know this from having seen the primary nine movies plus The Mandalorian and shit. I should know this. <laughs> I shouldn't still be wondering. That's what it Like, from a I construct it. your world perspective, the amount of times that it comes up where people are like, may the force be with you, and someone will be like, the fuck... Like I, they, it's just inconsistent, and I should not be asking this question after nine movies so when they talk about it this much. It's just frustrating to me.
0: the The two biggest things that I have to differentiate right now is saying the force, may the force be with you, does not equate to relevance to the Jedi.
1: Like, people haven't the even, like heard of it. They're is, like, what do you
0: mean? The force is like an energy field. You know, to quote Yoda, it's an energy, or to, to quote Obi-Wan, it's an energy field. It penetrates us. It binds the galaxy together. It is this force, you know, for lack of a better word, <clears throat> that basically holds the universe together. It's God without a form.
1: Right.
0: The Jedi.
1: you Oh, God. <laughs> the
0: Jedi. I'm actually one of the only people that doesn't give a fuck about midi chlorians. I don't. A, I don't care. It did. It explained. It it explained how the Force works in people, and I'm like, that's fine. Whatever.
1: It it can all that does is solidify Star Wars status as science fantasy. Yeah, exactly. It's just hard for people to process. I understand that. Exactly. I don't have a problem with it.
0: So, what the Jedi were was basically Catholicism in. Star Wars the Jedi is a is a is a religion it's not it's not like you are like a thing and now you like because you say hey I'm a Jedi I now can use the powers of the force like no you you believe in a certain teaching about the force okay and and so
1: but also we're the only people who wield it
0: no that's not true People okay. throughout the whole galaxy can wield the force. They just don't align themselves. They don't believe in the, in the Jedi. There's a there's a guy who was a healer 4,000 years before the movies even take place who could call him the living force to heal others or repress pain. And I'll get into that when, when my buddy Chris joins me, when we get into episode 3, because that's part of the history of the Sith and that needs so to be discussed. So this is like more but,
1: Wheel of timey than I thought. because yeah. And I that know that you don't want to go down the
0: rabbit hole because there is a shitload of stuff well, to learn. I but.
1: can't. I'm. This is why I'm not this big of a fan. It's I won't come out. It'll be, that's yeah. it. It'll be over for me. I held <laughs> off Wheel of Time for a long time for the same reason and look at what happened. Like I just don't know. That I
0: yeah, do here we more. are.
1: <laughs> and here we are. And I'm still making analogies to it. But it, it is very Wheel of timey in the sense of like the way you're explaining it of like accessing it as a power that mm-hmm. ever. So what you're saying is like way more people than we see could access the force and use the force and like do Jedi shit were they open to the possibility that that could happen
0: yeah like everyone can be is connected to the force like I if we lived in this universe if I focused enough I could call the TV remote to my hand that doesn't make me a Jedi that just means I can manipulate the force the Jedi being a Jedi means you believe in the Jedi code Which is the, it's the same, it's the same side of a different coin to being a Sith. The Sith are just another religion. They're Christianity to cathol to the Jedi's Catholicism.
1: Like Protestantism. Exactly.
0: Yeah. Like the, the Sith believe a specific set of rules and codes and that's what they follow. And they think the Jedi are wrong. And a lot of people don't know why it's called Revenge of the Sith, and I will explain that eventually, but to kind of put to the shortest story or shortest story like forward the the Sith were once part of the Jedi, but the Sith wanted to use the power of their emotions to protect the galaxy. And the Jedi were like, no, that's no, that's fucking wrong. Don't do that because the Jedi were set in their ways and they didn't want to believe in that. So the Jedi Council exiled those people to a planet called Korriban. I refuse to call it Morriban. Um, you that, won't that hear any a, pushback from me. No, I, don't I know, that but <laughs> it was a change made in the Clone <laughs> okay. Wars animated show because George Lucas didn't like the, the, the name Korriban. He liked the name Moraband. But the, they get a there's a they do a good job of getting around it. Like the the planet is so old that like the, its true name is lost to time. Like some people referred to it a long time ago as Corban. Some people referred to it as Morband, Whatever. Um, but yeah, so they were exiled. That's why it's called Revenge. All the Sith ever wanted was to protect the galaxy using the power of their feelings, basically, because emotions made you stronger. It made you it gave you access to this unlimited power of rage or, like, your your depression helped you focus or stuff like that. And the Jedi were like, no, emotions are bad. Fuck you guys. Don't and be we happy we see that ever. that,
1: like, really doesn't work in, yeah. like, so many ways. Yeah. Okay. So, man, I can't wait to talk more about, like, this stuff when we get into the prequels. But mm-hmm. to bring us back to this movie a little bit.
0: Yeah, I want to know... <laughs> let's... Can
1: we... I want to hear
0: about your questions. Like, I want to answer your questions. Well, I kind of want to talk
1: about the boys, too.
0: Yes, let's go.
1: Like, before we go to questions, can we talk about our leading men?
0: Yes, absolutely.
1: Because we talked, so we talked a little bit about Luke's hero journey. Naivete heroism. His naivete heroism. Yeah, which is great. Um, But we didn't really talk a lot about Han. I kind of wanted to circle back just briefly to Han and, like, to their interactions. Mm Because... This was kind of my favorite thing here. Like, I really, really enjoyed the fact that we have this, like, super hunky cast. <laughs> and we, like, we have our main three are awesome. hmm Like, I love this dynamic where, like, Leia needs no help. She's totally in charge. She's the most natural hero. Yeah. Luke is, like, so naive and sweet. And he's, like, the good boy. And he has big <sighs> dreams. And he'll always do the right thing. And- mm-hmm. He's a little boring, but he loves his mom, and he's going to treat you right, too. (laughs) Yeah. But but then on the other side... He's the one that
0: borrowed his dad's car to pick you up for your first date.
1: Absolutely, right? And he's going to drive the speed limit. He's Mm going to treat you so good. But Han... Han's the sexy bad boy. He's got a fast car. He's going to sell you some weed. He's got an exotic (laughs) pet. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> he's totally unpredictable and he's probably not going to treat you great but like you might be able to fix him
0: <laughs> oh my god Jesus!
1: Christ. Like, 100% right and I love that Leia is like even if it didn't turn out that they were related which I know is just like slightly retconned right um, even if it didn't turn out that way Leia was going for Han like she wants that sexy bad boy like she oh, yeah. wants she's keeping it casual and sexy while she is in her 20s <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I love the way that these two play off of each other for real, though, because it's like, um, like the perfect example is in the scene when they're already on the Death Star and Luke convinces Han to help rescue Leia because of the money because she's rich. Right. And the it's reward like, Luke, would
0: be more well than you can imagine. I don't know, kid. I can imagine quite a lot.
1: Right, he's like, he doesn't have the faintest idea to, like, say this to Han. (laughs) Because Han's hero story, right, is the reluctant hero who has to be, has to learn that he's going to be the hero, which I think is so fun. We have all these different types. I mean, we even have this, like, Obi-Wan's, like, old dude kind of, like get my closure revenge sacrifice arc like we have everybody Mm -hmm. has a hero arc that's really distinct in this and i think it's so fun it's not just luke's movie like all four of them are heroes and and five if we want to count anakin right which i think we do um, I don't think we can but, include
0: Anakin in this movie because he literally this is Anakin and I mean, he his, you guys to remember too like
1: in this movie.
0: What happened right before this is everything that happened in Rogue One. He slaughtered an yeah, entire hallway of rebel sad. troopers with literally no effort.
1: Yeah, he's not a good guy right now, but he is still on his arc. In the broader scheme, and maybe, I mean, we could do like a whole mini episode just talking about him. Mm -hmm. Maybe we will at the end of all of this. But in the broader scheme, we've got all five of them somewhere in the middle of an arc, right? Yeah, absolutely. In some version, even if it's the failed hero's arc. Mm
0: -hmm. This is the, I would say this is the end of Obi-Wan's
1: arc. Definitely. It's the end of Obi-Wan's. It's the start of Luke's. It's the middle of Han's. It's the middle of Leia's. And it's the middle of Anakin's. Yeah. And but they're all different types of heroes, right? And Han's reluctant hero is really really fun, and I love how he's like Robin Hood level confident. He's like lounging back in his chair, his yeah. chair, like he knows <laughs> he's going to be fine. He's zero percent concerned about surviving this, and he's on the Death Star, and he's mm-hmm. like not worried that he's not going to get out of it. He just is like, I'm not going to put in the effort to help you guys also escape here alive without the promise of cash. Yeah. and like it's but um i really enjoyed the their whole dynamic together while they like think that they're here to rescue this princess in distress and that the second that they do they're just like oh i guess we work for you now and it like even though she's she doesn't carry like a blaster in this movie like they're doing a lot of the physical work in the shooting She's like totally in charge and that is super will of time. Like she would make a great eyes to die. These guys are her warders. Mm-hmm. You will so soon know what I'm talking about, know, but it's I'm, like, uh. but this, <laughs> trust me, this you'll watch, you will learn what that means in the first couple episodes and you'll be like, Oh fuck, definitely. And she's totally green. Asha. So just for my will of time peeps, she's totally <laughs> taking out multiple warders. Um. So, <laughs> But those are my thoughts on Han. I just No, I, love I totally
0: him. agree. I <laughs> I love just like so like growing up, Han was never one of my favorite characters. He was just this like space pirate. He was a scoundrel. He was you know, he's whatever. But as like the movies go on, you're like, dude, Han is probably one of the most ride or die characters in just film history
1: i love how he doesn't take off right away when they get to the rebel base he
0: at least stays to even hear their plan he's like bro i have so much debt like holy fuck but no let's hear it out
1: yeah he's totally i i really enjoyed that um yeah and then that he does show up like right when he's needed for this heroic and that might be one of the first times we've seen that in cinema Uh
0: uh-huh he didn't actually like dip out or whatever yeah
1: well, just of seeing that, like, the reluctant hero arc, like, mm-hmm. he might be the original of that on screen, <laughs> he's, honestly. He's
0: probably one of the most famous ones, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, uh, well, and I mean, to do, like, the turnaround, like, with a big budget, like, in a big fight scene, and a big giant, like, oh, no, I'm here, I'm gonna save the day, I didn't fuck you over, I'm here with the Millennium Falcon, she's awesome, and I, so... I just, I don't know. He's just such a badass. I love him. He is. Yeah. He's such
0: a hero. He, well, that's the thing. Like he is, you know, he's a good guy at the end of it, which, okay. I'm sorry. I, this is another thing that really bothers me about this movie and the problem what has, is, else
1: has bothered you i'm like what do you mean
0: <laughs> no there's there's a couple things that bothered me about this movie and they only bothered me because of the 2002 digital re-release which is the mm. only version that you can watch on disney plus and that really pisses we me haven't off
1: talked about that should we talk yeah go yeah. on
0: um so there there's one thing there's a really annoying thing and there's a really kind of interesting thing the annoying thing is and i'm going to say this as clear as i possibly can The argument about who shot first is so fucking stupid.
1: Oh my God. Tell me why.
0: In the original release, 1977, Greedo doesn't even shoot. He doesn't pull the trigger. Nothing happens. Han shoots him from underneath the table. That's it. That's the ballgame. Greedo's dead.
1: And so did people just not want this from their cowboy hero? Were they just ultimately like, no, I don't believe Han would do that and they just, like, rioted? Yeah. Is that they were what they like, we, said? we want said? That's so like, crazy.
0: It's so fucking stupid.
1: <laughs> and he gets to just, like, that's who this dude is. Like, he is the bad boy. Like, he's...
0: He is, and then we get, dude. Oh my it's god! Ridiculous. We, then we get the fucking 2002 digital re-release, and they do this stupid fucking scene where Greedo shoots Han. They like super move Han sideways. The scene that yeah. doesn't actually happen. They just like shift Han sideways to make it look like he moved, and then Han shoots. And I'm like, that looks so awful. Fucking change it back. But. <laughs> That, well, and if you were born in like the 2000s and that was your introduction to Star Wars, obviously you're going to be like, Greedo totally shot first. No, that's not the original. That's the only time I'm going to be at one of those like OG nitpicky kind of people. Because how you experience Star Wars is your experience. That's I never want to taint somebody's thing. But,
1: but also Han totally. But also Han, like
0: head. Greedo didn't even shoot. Like it's one of those it's things that that's time. just like, it just pisses me off. I like mean, they added like, it because um, they're like, let's make an argument like
1: he's a smuggler he's a rule breaker he's obviously he like i I think it's so funny that people had that big of a problem with this i know
0: i'm just like that's so dumb but on the other side of that because we're talking about the new added graphics and stuff like that (laughs) this if we're if we're going by the new visuals this makes this movie makes boba fett one of only four characters excuse me uh, No, yeah. So it makes Boba Fett... It adds Boba Fett to the I'm-in-every-original-trilogy-movie club.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he is actually in a scene in with Jabba in the beginning. Right?
0: Yep. When they yeah, he, he is, meets him. which...
1: I, I think that that... I mean, I don't love the way that it looks, but I think it made sense. And, like, I think the way that they added stuff in... It's just so ridiculous. Like, first of all, the stuff that is original looks great. Like R2 Mm -hmm. and 3PO, the remaster that like I'm sure that the film was grainier and it didn't look as good originally, right? But what is on Disney Plus right now and like it is just what they looked like, it's just been remastered. But they look great. A lot of this movie looks really, really good. And at the same time, the stuff that looks bad is so funny. Like like when they get kidnapped by the sand people the one droid is just a McDonald's trash can. Oh, like, yeah, Actually, totally it's is. a McDonald's trash can, like, with the two, like, where you put the little flappy things. Yep. Like, it actually is a bin from McDonald's because this, they were just, like, cobbling shit together. Mm-hmm. But in the next frame, it has all these stormtroopers riding, like, CG creatures oh, that are added God. in the, from the early 2000s. The duvacs, and, like, yeah. But, like, therefore, like, they also look shitty because they're from 2002, yeah. and so it's, like, another generation's shit.
0: Oh, yeah, like, it's, yeah like, it's like it's like you're <laughs> like, dude, what the fuck? We're progressively getting, like, less shitty and less shitty, but also this looks like ass, so yeah, what the one fuck?
1: in one generation's ass was, like, a repurposed McDonald's trash can, and the yeah. next generation's ass was this, like, terrible CG do-back, and just, like, and it's just so... <laughs> it was really funny, because it, it, watching those two scenes juxtaposed, I was like, what the fuck, Lucas, just yeah. leave it alone. It's it weird. looks so funny in retrospect, well, but, but overall
0: it looks good the like I won't I won't say it great. looks bad or whatever but obviously there's like they no, it looks good it the looks good. over or what is it um what's the word I'm thinking of they overemphasize the stormtrooper hitting his head when they come into the control room <laughs> they actually make a sound like you hear it go when he yeah, walks in like originally it didn't. In. yeah it's so yeah
1: and I think that's so funny and then um what's the other bit that are they like Luke when he's whining? is one of the funniest things in this movie. When, when he's, he's whining what? to... He's whining to Uncle Owen, and he's like... Oh. He's like, but I wanted to go to this man man <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> But I was going to Natasha's station to pick up some power converters. Yeah, I was you going can to waste Natasha time station. with your friends,
1: <laughs> and your chores are Luke. done.
0: Yeah, I... <laughs> that's the thing like they try to they try to show Luke as like he that, I think that's why he's it works kid. for me That yeah he, it works kid. for he's me like that this. he's like reluctant to go with Obi-Wan because like yeah. he's like I've always dreamed of this but oh my god I actually have the opportunity I don't know like am I ready for this this is crazy I'm going back home
1: yeah he's like oh uh, wait hang on really <laughs> like I was kind of expecting you know yeah. to say no it's yeah I I love it and, and then he gets even better juxtaposed with Han and like
0: I I get why they
1: they thought a love triangle was a good idea for a minute there. I get it, but I'm glad it's not. I'm glad
0: that they abandoned it. Thank God. Like pretty early on. Well, not early on, but like Luke became so (laughs) determined to become a Jedi that he just forgot about Leia, and the triangle kind of dissolved.
1: You also know that she like she
0: in Empire she basically picks Han so you know that there's no other chance for Luke even before you know that they're related you're just like Okay, well, she's with empire.
1: She's just trying to, like, make Han jealous, and Luke, like, knows it. And he's like, that's fine. I'll help you with that, girl. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like they... I don't feel like Luke even wants it anymore by then. I think by that point, he's
0: just like, what the fuck ever. Like,
1: And in retrospect, I know that the, the, like, meta stuff about the making... I know they didn't know that they were going to be related. We're related, yeah. But I can sort of... Tweak my head canon enough to feel like their natural attraction and chemistry with each other is because they're twins.
0: Yeah. I can
1: understand twins meeting and having no idea and feeling a connection to each other. Mm-hmm. And you know what I mean. I and yeah. so sure I can sort of retcon that in my head. I can I can make that work for me. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah, that's fine. Um, but do, so should we talk questions?
0: Yes, I would love to answer your questions.
1: <laughs> I have some fucking <laughs> questions. Was episode four on the original crawl? It was it not. say episode four?
0: No. Okay. Originally, so in 1977 to 1981, actually to April 9th, 1981, uh, the film was just called Star Wars. The original opening crawl did not say episode four. It literally just started with, it is a time of civil war. Um, when the films were re-released after their success and the immense, like explosive success of The Empire Strikes Back arguably the greatest sequel in film history yeah um, and
1: like the first really the first well you had sequel. like godfather
0: 2 you had
1: okay fair. indiana
0: jones and the temple of doom which was like the until crystal skull that was like the worst one no i know that's what i'm saying like i'm talking about just like other sequels but like up to that point well okay so before we even get into that if we're going to talk about sequels i have to mention this let's
1: not yet or yeah. we'll do a little i'm like
0: no, that's um, fine. How
1: on the rails do you want me to keep us? Because I can just <laughs> no, let us go. Fine. I'm like, it's fine with um, me if this is two and a half hours long.
0: So, yeah, no, I'm not going to make it that long. But um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, April 10th, 1981, the films were re released. And that's when Lucas was like, oh my God, I finally get to actually tell this whole story. I'm going to, you know, the sequel was a success. A lot of people felt that sequels at the time were just like shitty cash grabs. And so they didn't want to support it. So, like, when the film first came out, the scene where Vader is hit by the Tie Fighter when Han returns and he's spinning off into space,
1: uh-huh.
0: that was shot. That he was the scenes where he recovers and flies away were a last-second edition by George Lucas, and everybody was like, "No, don't do that, dude! Like it's setting up a sequel, and sequels are bad." And George was like, "No, I want to do that," and so yeah, no, we're
1: gonna have a sequel. Yeah,
0: he was like, "We're gonna do this," and so. He was like, I finally get to tell this whole story. I need to put these in some kind of order. Because things happened before this that are important to the story as well. Right. Hence, episode four, A New Hope comes in. And then The Empire Strikes Back was called Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back. Or Star Wars, episode five, The Empire Strikes Back.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And so yeah they were so, original. for four years it was just called Star Wars and then since 1981 they have had their numerical nomenclature
1: so but Empire came out in 81 80. or 80
0: 1980
1: so but it started like after that like Empire didn't come out saying episode 5
0: no so Empire wow. Empire didn't have episode 5 either Empire was, it was called just Star The Empire, Wars, Strikes, the Empire Back. Strikes Back yep and they didn't cause Was the, it called
1: Star Wars: The Empire Strikes Back, or just The Empire? It was Strikes just Back? called The
0: Empire Strikes Back. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's so interesting how this mm-hmm. was done before. I mean, before it was like this mind of marketing and stuff. And, mm-hmm. But I guess nobody was going to miss Empire. They didn't need to put Star Wars on it. Yeah, no one's going to be like, like, what Empire? the fuck is this? No, everybody <laughs> Who's that went guy to see in Empire. The black suit. <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is when in I love in that '70s show when Star Wars comes out. Oh
0: my god. I love how loses, often Eric Red makes fun of Luke. Yeah. If I have to hear one more time about Luke Skywalker, that little fruit, and <laughs> Eric has a fucking conniption.
1: I know. <laughs> Luke There's only Skywalker like one movie out.
0: is not. I can't even talk to you right now. <laughs>
1: I really enjoy all of the Star Wars stuff in 70s show. Like, then Empire comes out and they do it on 70s show. Like, it's... No, they don't. No, they don't. Because it was was 1980. They talk about the sequel being announced.
0: Yep. That's, like, one of the last things he talks when he comes back. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it gets mentioned that it's coming out. Oh, my God. So good. All right. Cool. So, um, a more important question. Yes. Why doesn't C3PO have the fucking faintest clue what's going on or what R2's mission is? And and is R2 the leader of the rebellion? And please tell me more. Why not? I want that to be the case. I like that idea. That's all I know about. That's all I know about. Like, oh, it's maybe that. I don't know. Tell me. At the
0: end of Revenge of the Sith. The droids are handed over to a pilot named Bale Antilles. He's given to him by Bale Organa, the guy who becomes Leia's adopted father. And he's like, treat them well. Is that in or, the movie? I don't episode three, that. Revenge of the Sith. Yeah.
1: And they do. Oh, treat the. Okay, maybe I do remember. Yeah, that. he's okay.
0: like, take these droids, clean them up, treat them well, have the protocol droids' memory wiped. So three PO oh, does not they remember. Say that? Any, yeah.
1: They have to retcon it to make it make sense because it's so ridiculous, mm-hmm. huh? Or it's, or maybe it's. Whoa! Well, Fascinating. Okay. And. But like, why don't they know what's going on? Like present, right the fuck now. Like when, like right before the movie. So Three wasn't like in the what? room
0: when Leia gives him the plans, and R two was told not to tell anybody. Yeah.
1: In Rogue One,
0: she's like, "You have to hand this to Obi Wan Kenobi," and so R 2s so like, "What mission? What the fuck are you talking about? Because he doesn't know anything about it. He doesn't know that R two even has the plans."
1: You're right. Actually, as okay, I'm Whoa. so glad that I asked this because I was mostly. Being facetious, but actually that makes sense. I was mm-hmm. like, "This is so ridiculous." Yeah. But I guess no. I guess it's explicit in the movies because I do remember those scenes. Mm-hmm. All right, I accept that answer. God, this is so fun. Um <laughs> I can't wait to do this for Mandalorian season three when I don't know what the shit is going on. Hell yeah. just because I haven't watched Rebels or Clone Wars.
0: Do not. Wa- uh, never mind. I'm not going to say that.
1: Let's. Well, I. But then there's stuff that I'm like, "Oh, somebody who I recognize you, Ahsoka, somebody." But what's your story? And then I think you would like Clone, Clone Wars.
0: Um, If you're kind of, like, dried out on the Empire and stuff, don't watch Rebels.
1: Yeah, I feel like I'm... Well, but also, and we will talk about this more with the prequels, I will not diverge on this, but... I really like me some star world building and I really like the politics and I wouldn't mind like a whole movie of them being in the Senate. Yeah. Loki, I think I actually really will like that. Like that. I'm like, (laughs) I like the politics a lot. Um, way more than I should. Everyone's like, Oh, it's so, no, it's actually one of my,
0: like two of my favorite star Wars books. Half of the book is just about politics. There's very little fighting in both of them.
1: Yeah. That's, I would really like to just know about the politics. Um, all right, so I totally accept your answer on that. So, awesome. how come Luke can, can't understand R two D two in the beginning, but then he does by the end, and also in later movies?
0: So uh, he doesn't understand him; like he can't speak. R two understands him. Obviously, he has modulator that lets him understand, you know, galactic basic, which is English. But
1: like Luke doesn't understand. But Galacton, Luke doesn't cool, understand like what he's
0: galactic saying basic. without. 3PO, the only times that he ever actually directly answers a question from three uh, from R2 is when he's in the X-Wing. Because the X-Wing has a display that will show you what R2's asking. Oh.
1: Because I was like when he's in his X-Wing on his okay.
0: Yeah. It even okay. does it. Well, because they don't do it in um, A New Hope. They actually show it in Empire Strikes Back. um when they leave hoth he's like no we're not going to meet up with the others and then it shows a little display of r2 asking him a question he's like we've got another mission to take we're going to the dagobah system
1: yeah that's and what that's, that's the scene i'm thinking of mm-hmm. where they're ta- where i'm like he understands r2 for sure and then i feel like later in in the end of this movie i think there was a bit where he was like understanding r2
0: um he doesn't really r2 doesn't really talk to him he gives r2 commands like r2 that stabilizer's broken loose see if you can't lock it down again um, and then he gets he gets kind of like a glancing shot from Vader and it ends up frying R2. And then he's like, I've lost R2. And then three feels like fuck.
1: <laughs> Alright, well that actually makes a lot of sense too. Okay, mm-hmm. so the X ex- Ooh, this is so fun. You have answers <laughs> to all of them. Alright, so Alright. Let me ask this question and let it segue into my whole comment on Obi-Wan.
0: Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, because I saw your comment. but
1: I have more to say. So, like, I'm like, all right, first of all, just like, ah, yes, Ben Kenobi is in in such incredible hiding. Like, how would the Empire ever find him in such a disguise (laughs) in his Jedi robes? And it's like they call him a wizard, and he's all like... I don't remember having a droid and he calls vader darth and it's like he's so open about being a jedi and mm-hmm. luke's dad being a jedi and like here's your lightsaber but at no point is he like we're in hiding you should not like tell everybody i just told you this shit. like we're not supposed to be out in the open and i know that it's that this all of the reasons that that's wrong is based on later movies and we can't really blame this and they didn't know i know the real world explanation what's the in-universe explanation for this bullshit with Obi-Wan? Because He he creates every plot hole in Star Wars. It's incredible. Like, what the fuck, dude? Everything out of his mouth.
0: So, the important thing to remember is a lot of people go away with this thinking that Vader thought Obi-Wan was dead. And that's not true. It's actually the reverse. Obi-Wan thinks Anakin is dead because he left him there on Mustafar to burn. He had no fucking limbs. He literally, like, he was engulfed in fire. Obi Wan was like, "You died. I'm taking this lightsaber." I can't believe I had to do this. Like, you. Like, who does my he heart. think
1: Vader is? He if-
0: finds out Vader is well. So, like, at that point in Episode Three, he knows that's Anakin. Now he knows Anakin's Sith name is Darth Vader because he hears the recording of Emperor Palpatine talking to Anakin and referring to him as Darth Vader. Um. So he knows. And so in it's actually explained. Okay. In, it's never explained in any other form of media except for one book called Dark Lord, The Rise of Darth Vader. And it takes place literally weeks after episode three ends. Obi-Wan is sitting in a cantina watching a holonet, which is the news um, of just like what's been going on. And there was a fight on the, the Wookiee homeworld of Kashyyyk, which Vader was involved in. And it shows Vader in the background. And someone refers to him as, like, the Imperial Emissary um, known as Lord Vader. And Obi-Wan chokes and has a full-on fucking panic attack. He's like, holy shit, he's still alive.
1: Okay. So So by the time he's with Luke, he knows.
0: He knows by that time that Vader is still alive. He knows that Vader is Anakin, obviously. But Vader never thought Obi-Wan was dead. And they bring that up with Tarkin when Vader thinks that Obi-Wan is on the ship or is on the Death Star. He comes to him and he's like, "Um, Obi-Wan Kenobi, uh, surely he must be dead by now. And Vader's like, don't underestimate the power of the force. The last time I felt something like this was in the presence of my old master. And then Tarkin gets the alert that uh, Leia's entire cell block has been broken into. And then Vader's like, fucking told you. Obi-Wan's totally here so that part of it yeah like vader never thought he was dead no one ever really the the empire wrote it off because vader was such a really like he was a very proficient in hunting jedi down um you're (laughs) the whole question about like why he's so open about the force and shit yeah (laughs) but by the time he actually rescues luke in the movie he has tried to meet luke on a new on numerous occasions and uh owen his uncle is like no get the fuck out of here i don't want anything i don't want you to have anything to do with him i don't want his father to have anything to do with him that he's gonna be safe he's not gonna be anything like his dad get the fuck away from us
1: so did obi-wan just like so take his shot while he had it
0: he tried and then so but he's why like why doesn't
1: he tell anakin to keep it low what do you mean or, I'm just, sorry, not Anakin, uh, Luke. Why doesn't he tell Luke to keep it, like, on the down low? Why because is he just like, he, like, it's not a big deal? Like, he, did, like it was so weird watching this with a critical eye and being like, he's not, he says this to Luke like it's the most casual shit in the universe.
0: He also probably thought that Luke would want to go with him, but I. Sus- this is a little bit of, like, guesswork, but you have to suspect that Obi-Wan was attuned enough to the Force to know that something was going on while they're sitting in the house because while they're sitting in the house the stormtroopers right. are raiding luke's house and killing his aunt and uncle
1: you're right maybe he knew that they were gonna have to take off that's plausible mm-hmm. i could accept that
0: yeah and then like the whole wizardly, because like owen knows about him when he's like i found a crazy recording while i was cleaning the two droids it says he used to belong to someone named obi-wan kenobi and Baru and owen look at each other like oh fuck yeah. <laughs> and then he's like I wonder if he's related to Ben and Owen tries to shrug it off he's just like that wizard's just a crazy old man
1: yeah wait like everyone knows he's a wizard and he's in his Jedi robes and he's going by Ben Kenobi like, did, like Vader didn't want to look for him did he think the kids were dead he tried he and, and Pal Palpatine was dead.
0: like that's not important you need to hunt down the Jedi that are actually a threat to us you technically like Obi-Wan thinks you're dead Obi-Wan's old now don't focus on him. Focus on who you are now.
1: And he didn't know about the kids.
0: He No, the Emperor is the only one that knew the kids survived. And actually, okay. the Emperor only knew that one. No, I'm sorry. The Emperor thought Padme died in childbirth or died before childbirth. So he assumed the kids were dead. Vader in the comics was actually a really good comic because Boba Fett is the one that tells him that the rebel that destroyed the Death Star was a pilot named Luke Skywalker. That's how Vader finds out that his, A, son survived, and B, Palpatine lied to him. Because Vader, to that point, like, Vader did not know his kid had survived. But he also didn't know that Padme was carrying twins. So he thinks Luke is his only son. That's why the scene in Return of the Jedi is so impactful when he's like, if you will not turn to the dark side of the Force, then perhaps sister
1: and that's him figuring it out yeah and
0: he's like holy shit I just read my son's mind he's got a sister holy fuck
1: oh it's so like I feel like we almost should have like I don't know like maybe after episode 3 like an Anakin episode
0: I feel like we kind of should yeah just to tell his whole story just to talk about
1: his whole arc and like hear more about it because it's the it's the coolest thing happening in Star Wars it's sweet like I love this this failed chosen one Mm mhm like, this is totally what would have happened if Harry had been like, you know what, Voldemort? You're right. I'll be the dopest Death Eater. <laughs> like, this is that. And it's also...
0: <laughs> he never... Well, and like, he... That's the coolest thing about it, too, is, like, the difference between Voldemort and, like, Vader is Voldemort never would have taken Harry. He never would have... He, ne- he would have killed him. Because Voldemort well, was selfish and...
1: That has more of a predetermined, like there's a prophecy and shit. Yeah,
0: because he put everything into that. If there was that, no like, prophecy, thing.
1: right? If it was Harry Potter, no prophecy. Oh I yeah, see. then Harry, there, Harry wouldn't have been sure special
0: though. Like everything is is important because Voldemort True. made the prophecy important.
1: True, and I guess Anakin has his own prophecy. It just like turns out to be bullshit.
0: It actually isn't, and I'll get more into okay, that. We're gonna have to do an Anakin three.
1: episode. Yeah. Let's just settle on that. Let's just say after <laughs> episode three, we we will do like a whole Anakin rundown, which then you know, yeah. we can like. Cause what I would really like to do after, maybe after we do episode three, or maybe before we get into, like the more the modern trilogy, is watch these in chronological. Because that's something I struggle with with Star Wars. Because I don't know it well enough to watch it all willy nilly like this.
0: No, I know, and like I need
1: to kind of go through it so that I can be like, oh yeah, that's right, that's what like answer that question about 3PO for myself you know what i mean mm-hmm. and and r2 because i I need to watch them in order so i think before we get to the modern trilogy i think i will so that i have it all built up
0: so um, with that i'm going to this is gonna be the last thing because we are running pretty long on this episode so and i knew we would yeah. um, and that's fine i could talk for hours but um i will leave you guys with this because Lindsay did just bring this up um i challenge you to watch the star wars trilogy in one of two ways obviously you can watch them in sequential order. So episode one, two, three, solo rogue, one, four, five, six. And then you can forget that the sequel trilogy exists. Um, or (laughs) you can, (laughs) you can watch that. I have a lot of feelings on it, but if you guys want to add them, that's fine. Like, again, I'm not going to tell you how to enjoy star Wars. Um, but if you want to watch it in a really interesting, like, Oh, okay. Now I'm getting a lot of answers kind of way. Watch it I do. four, five, one, two, three, six. Watch it as Luke becoming uh you know going on his hero's journey. oh my God, Luke's finding out about his past. Wait, how did Vader get in the suit? Where'd Vader come from? What do you mean he's Luke's dad? Oh, okay, okay let's watch yeah. these backups or let's watch these um you know back in the day videos
1: or okay, these the, so, back in the day movies. dude, first of all. Yes, please. Let's do that because we're going to be doing Empire next month. So after Empire, I might just do that. Yeah, Um, that's cool because you get the answers more fresh. Well, that just makes a lot of sense. Like you have the context that you need with Luke Mm -hmm. to know what's coming in the way that it was, you know, originally presented. But then you get the rest of it. It I I like that. So it was one, two.
0: Four or it's four, five, one, two,
1: three, six. Right, right. Okay, okay. Four, five, one, two, three, six. Yeah, that's. I think I would like very much to do that after we watch Empire. And I will say, this continues to be very Wheel of Time and your recommendation for that because the Wheel mm. of Time prequel book, A New Spring, it came out kind of midstream. Mid oh, did to it? Late. Yeah, in the Wheel of Time books, it was. I can't remember between which two, but it was mm. like. After the sixth one and before, like, the 11th, like somewhere in there. Oh, okay. Um, or before the 10th, maybe. I think it came after book seven or eight. Um, and it's really good, and it's Moraine's backstory, who's Rosamund Pike in the show. Mm-hmm. And you get that right when you have enough of, like, what she's doing right now to understand why that backstory matters. But before the story has come to a conclusion. Um, yeah. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. So do we have anything else to add before we talk ratings and take us out of here on this very long but deservedly so episode? Uh,
0: No, I actually will. um, I'm just going to leave you guys with two little fun facts about the movie. Um, The two biggest what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, I want to know more about that scenes. Both come from Obi-Wan and they're both. When he's telling Luke about the past, the mm-hmm. first question that everybody wanted answered back in 1977 was, "What the fuck were the Clone Wars?" Yeah. And
1: can you imagine hearing that in theaters I know. in 77? Was like, this is what I'm talking, what are you about, talking
0: about, about.
1: world building and lore that people were just like, "Yeah, fucking sure." Like no one, had people mm-hmm. were so into it. It's so cool.
0: Yeah, they were just like, "Let's go." Can you please yeah. tell me more about this? Tell me
1: more. I listened. I heard you. <laughs> um,
0: I love that. And then number two was how did vader fall if he was a pupil of yours what happened right. to vader like everybody wanted to know like how did he get put in the suit what do you mean yeah. he was he was a regular jedi that's yeah. crazy everybody and what wanted is a jedi
1: know. and why do you have a laser sword
0: yeah because well that's the, the thing shit. and like, how do you have
1: magic powers i'm sure was a big question coming mm-hmm. out of theaters on this
0: and i want to <laughs> i'm sorry i have one more thing i want to address this because i was uh lindsey actually helped me stumble upon another podcast while uh between this and recording um if you guys are big on uh just disney centric podcasts i highly recommend you guys go check out the podcast disney rewind uh yeah. r-e-w-i-n-e-d yeah um, i like what they're doing they're, drinking
1: they're and talking about disney
0: they're talking about disney they did include star wars because disney owns star wars now but um it it was a really cool podcast i got to listen to a lot of like you know where they where they were introduced to star wars and and stuff like that but um i can't remember what i was gonna fucking say now god damn it i should have written it down
1: a comment that they made or a, yeah, a was, like one last thing oh and we were god. talking about anakin
0: I don't remember. I'm so sorry oh, about no. that. I'll have to, oh, I'll, well. if I remember it, I'll add it on the, on Twitter. Um, oh, well.
1: shout out to whatever. Yeah, but yeah, got, shout like, out to a rewind. If you guys have like, star Wars? yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, if you guys want, like go, go check it out. Like it's a, it's a pretty dope podcast and I really, I really enjoyed their star Wars episode. Um, but with that, I'm going to let Lindsay give her rating. I want you all to know that we are implementing a new, rating so excited uh, about it yeah so we're gonna be doing very very sparingly i can't even maybe two or three a piece yeah when, only movie.
1: when we feel very strongly that it is yeah. warranted
0: um we're introducing something called turn it up to 11 and yep. despite despite my unbelievably massive love for this movie i'm not using my turn it up to 11 on this I'm actually going to use it on Empire Strikes Back. But I do obviously give this movie a 10 out of 10.
1: I did the same. And I was like, and there are movies that I think are better than this. And watching this movie, it was like... I I wasn't sure what I was going to give it. Because I've never watched it with an analytical eye. And it's always on in the background. And you know, I don't fucking know. I was like, I have no idea what I'm going to really think about this when I sit down and pay attention. I knew it would be above an 8. But by the time... Luke has rescued Leia from the cell and Han's like doing improv to the stormtroopers through the which hundred percent it
0: is I should have mentioned that but that was not <laughs> scripted he did not learn his lines for that scene
1: I it was like I was like okay no this is a perfect movie this is the 10 out of 10 <laughs> and that's what I gave this movie yeah in that moment I was like yep I don't even need to watch the rest of this I will but 10 out of 10 um and yeah I'll be I'll be turning some future films up to 11 but not this one but I did I was like let's have that option though I feel like there's movies that I like yeah. better than this even though this was for sure a perfect movie so mm-hmm. I want to reserve the right to turn it up to 11. um but I did consider demoting this to like a 9.7 because of like the plot holes and red cuts but it's that's yeah. not the fault of this movie so no. I ultimately yeah didn't. that's just
0: like other stuff came in and changed it
1: yeah and I it, it's interesting, like you're comparing this to Empire a lot too, right? And, and I did as well. Or I was like, I, I need to watch Empire with Fresh Rise. I actually watched the episode four, like, pretty recently before this, like, just a few months ago, with one of my friends. And I told her, I was like, my, and she'd never seen any Star Wars. And I was like, my biggest concern is that we're going to watch this and you're not going to watch Empire. And we're just, you're just never going to see Empire. And I was like, I'm worried about that. Yeah. And, she still has not seen Empire. Oh my I didn't God. like, yeah, so we did not continue with our watch, and so I'll have to see that with fresh eyes to be sure. But I always feel like I like this movie better. I don't know why, um, but this Hopefully one gets to me can every time. I change your mind
0: when we get to it. And I think you'll you will be anyway. able
1: to. I think. I think one of the reasons is that as a kid, because like I say, it was on at like other people's houses. I was mm-hmm. like, wait, what? Like I. And I have seen it as an adult many times. Like, I watch Star Wars, like, once a year, usually. Right? Like, at Christmas, oh, I yeah. watch Star Wars. But, I don't know. I haven't sat down and paid attention to Empire, like, probably ever. So, that'll maybe I will decide that I like it better. Um, but 10 out of 10, still, for this movie. It's a technical triumph. It's beautiful. Just, fuck yes, Star Wars. I It was great. There was nothing about this. Thing. Like, I laughed out loud at it. It was, like... It was incredible. Um, mm-hmm. Did you rate Darth Vader? I didn't see that you had a Vader rating, and <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> like, um, we're not so going to talk about that. I, no, we talked about like, him a lot, obviously. But you
0: guys, <laughs> you guys need to understand. Um, Vader is number two on AFI's top 100 greatest or most recognizable heroes and villains. He yeah. is number one on AFI's top 100 greatest villains of all time. Um, I feel like
1: we should turn him up to 11.
0: He I, He's always up to 11. That's why I'm not even going to use that on that one.
1: I gave um, it a 10 out of 10, but, like, in this moment, I'm like, Vader should get turned up to an 11. Yeah. Just as a... But I don't know if that's Vader as a whole or Vader in this movie. Like, I'll turn Vader in... Uh, rogue one gets turned up to 11. oh yeah vader yeah, in rogue so one know. doesn't if even have a number about, there is no yeah, number ta-
0: to numeri- to like cr- categorize them
1: no you can't it's just beyond our understanding as humans and our comprehension like, yeah absolutely but i i My give two- vader a 10 out of 10 for this movie 10 out of 10 if yeah. we if if we're rating him when we do an anakin episode he will be turned up to 11 yep that's when i'll do that for now mm-hmm. he stays at, at the 10
0: yeah
1: um I think it kind of said most of what I wanted to say about him during the course of the episode, except mm-hmm. that I almost took half a point off for the lame old man fight at the end, but.
0: <laughs> okay. So I saw your note about that last night. I'm going to send you a YouTube video when we're done. Um, it's someone that used uh, modern graphics to turn the fight scene up to like a 20. Dude, it's, it's amazing. And I'm going to send it to you because they Please use a ton of to like stuff. For, like it's They use a bunch so, of scenes from it, but it's so good.
1: Well, and then I love how much they overcorrect this, right? The next old man fight we get is Saruman versus Yoda, and it's dope. Like, it's so <laughs> such a huge overcorrection. It's massive. Jesus. Also, ridiculous his name is Palpatine, not set. Saruman. Uh, honey. I
0: oh, should... no. I'm sorry. I figured out what you're talking about. You're talking about Count Dooku. Okay, my I'm bad. You're talking about Dooku. And yeah, it's just and, a fucking frog Yoda. jumping around in a fucking airplane hangar, beating the shit yeah. out of an old man. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and like, if it, like, listen, uh, he's just always going to be Saruman. Christopher Lee is Saruman. And also... Dracula. And yeah, he's incredible. He's yeah. amazing. Um, but yeah, no, I at the end of the day, that scene, though, like hilarious as the old man fight is, um, the CG still sick, still won an award. Like, that was still... Yeah. Like, nobody ever seen that they had a laser sword. That was dope. Yeah. Like, that was just... It, it looked a whole hell of a lot better than Dune did, like later in oh the '80s in the yeah. Shield Fight. Like, yeah, it looked great. I'm glad. Like, keep it low key then. If that's if you can't, if you're not gonna do it well, yeah, for know, real, just, don't. Yeah. So and but then the music swells so beautifully. Like mm-hmm. Mark Hamill's really good in that scene, and and we get a force ghost immediately. Yep. Like and I'm again. I'm like audiences just were like cool. Fucking let's go with that. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. The, and and so, can't fault it, 10 out of 10.
0: Yep, 100%. I'm right there with you. Yeah. Take us out of here, Lindsay.
1: I think that's it, yeah. This episode is long. Thank you guys for sticking with us for Star Wars. Um, this has been super fun. We were really looking forward to this, especially Scott. So, um, thanks for sticking with us to the end here. Um, coming up next, we're going to have a Venom let there be carnage review out sometime later this week to give time yeah. for people to see it. Cause it's going to be full spoilers, but that'll come out later this week. Um, and we're also going to have the finale of what if, and the pop culture playback. So look out for that. Um, and then next up through the Pete's timeline. Dragon. Yeah. The rescuers and Pete's oh, it dragon. Is rescuers.
0: I don't know why Res- I thought Pete's dragon came first.
1: Rescuers first, I think then Pete's dragon. Um, so that'll be coming probably towards the end of next week. Keep an eye out um, for stuff on the Instagram. It's Wattober for Wheel of Times. So my Wheel of Time fans. Appreciate you guys. You guys have been so awesome. Um, so that's happening over the Instagram at Go Behind the Timeline. If you guys want to hop on the show, if you want to send us feedback, if you have thoughts, if you have more information, we would love to share it in the next episode. So any feedback that you guys have, you can send us to... Go behind the timeline at gmail.com and then you can hit us up on Twitter too at behind timeline
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, make sure that you subscribe we're available wherever you guys listen to podcasts now So subscribe send us your feedback. we would love to engage with you guys and um, and then until next time stay nerdy.
0: Take it easy guys.